Hey, this is Kirk with Ministry Matters That Matter. We are at Gulf Shores. My family and I, we like to stay at Gulf Shores Plantation, uh, the dunes. We haven't stayed here in years. We've stayed many, many times over the years, but it's been several years since we were here. I enjoy morning and evening walks on the beach. Just walking the beach relaxes me more than anything I know. I don't really come here to get a tan. I'm not a layout on the beach kind of person, but I love uh, the mornings and the evenings here on the beach. So we'll do a couple of episodes while I'm here. One of them I want to do is built around the sign that is behind me. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Ministry Matters That Matter. Let's take a moment and look at what's on this sign. It is dealing with what you do when you're caught up in the rip current. It says rip currents, break the grip of the rip. If you're caught in a rip current, don't fight the current, swim out of the current, then to shore. If you can't escape, float or tread water. If you need help, call away for assistance. Then at the bottom it says safety. Know how to swim, never swim alone, and if in doubt, don't go out. I want us to take a moment in this episode to talk about what this particular sign can remind us of as ministers. First John chapter 2, it tells us not to love the world with its lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When Eve was tempted in Genesis 3, it was with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. When Jesus was tempted in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, it was with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 tells us that, the, that our adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And because of that, Peter says to be sober-minded and alert. I want us to realize and think about as ministers that we are also, even though we're trying to teach people God's Word and help people to avoid sin, that we're capable of sinning ourselves. And that one of the things that the devil does to bring down the good work of the church is to bring down believers. I think all of us can think of church leaders who have fallen into sin, who have made choices that not only hurt themselves and their family, but also hurt the Lord's church. Some years ago, I was asked to write a chapter in the book, Fit for the Pulpit. And in that book, I was asked to write a chapter on the preacher and sin. As I reflected on how to approach that, I thought of the words of Jesus as he spoke to the apostles in the garden. He said, watch and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. I think about Ephesians chapter 6, where you have the armor of the Christian, the armor of faith. And when he finishes talking about the different parts of the armor, he tells them to pray and to be alert. There are two key things that Scripture calls on us to do to avoid sin, to fight sin, to come back from sin, and that is watch and pray. So the first thing I want to challenge them to do as church leaders is to watch. 
and three things to focus on. Number one, acknowledge our weaknesses. All of us are sinners. And I can remember many years ago, my father telling me, when you preach, preach me sermons or we sermons, don't preach you sermons. In other words, we're all sinners, including the preacher. We know where our weaknesses are. And often our weaknesses are in the areas of our strength. So I want to challenge us to be self-aware. Know where I'm most apt to be tempted and be alert in those particular areas. Now, the devil will blindside us. He'll, he'll hit us and tempt us in places and ways we didn't expect. But we improve our chances of fighting the devil's temptations if we acknowledge our areas of weakness and watch if we're alert in those areas. And number two, I want to challenge us to avoid temptation situations. Because we are aware of our areas of weakness, we know situations, we know what buttons the devil can push to lead us into sin. We know where not to go, what not to watch, what not to listen to, who not to be alone with. And we need to be extra careful that we don't allow ourselves to end up in a situation that can tempt us to do what is wrong. So number one, acknowledge our weaknesses. Number two, avoid temptation situations. And number three, access accountability. In James chapter five, it starts by saying, if, if you're sick, go to the elders and ask them to pray for you. But he stresses in that chapter that the fervent prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective to confess our faults to each other, pray for each other. I want us to challenge us to think about somebody in our lives that we can trust. We need someone that we can be accountable for. I'm not saying we need to do this to everybody, but each of us needs someone we can truly, deeply trust. Someone who will tell the truth, but who will not use the truth against us. Someone who genuinely, truly cares about us and will protect us while still holding us accountable. There's just something motivational about knowing that someone is going to ask us about our struggles and if we're doing the right thing. So first of all, watch. Acknowledge our weaknesses, avoid temptation situations, and number three, access accountability. The other fat half of what Jesus and Paul calls on followers to do is pray. Not just watch, but also pray. I remember some years ago seeing an ad campaign for the West Tennessee Cardiovascular Center. And their, their slogan in this ad campaign was, survive, don't drive. In other words, they were saying, if you have chest pain, if you think you're having a heart attack, don't try to drive yourself to the hospital. Call 911 and wait for help or ask for help. Sometimes we think we can defeat sin all by ourselves. And we fail to realize that we can't do it without God's help. So we need to be going to God. We need to call spiritual 911. Prayer, not just in general, 
but prayer about our weaknesses and our sins and our struggles, they need to be a regular part of our lives as leaders for the Lord. The devil is going to go after us and the devil is going to go after us hard. He's going to want to pull us down in his rip current of sin. I think the key to avoiding it or overcoming it and crawling out of it when we find ourselves caught in that current is to watch and pray. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Ministry Matters That Matter.